camera comes up on Columbus Circle as cars navigate a series of red lights and pedestrian crossings that only appear as blurs. The camera pedestals up as though following the path of an elevator as time lapses from midday to twilight. Those familiar with the area would recognize the shot as coming from the top floor of the Museum of Arts and Design, which, by the way, is a very lovely museum that the narrator highly recommends you check out if you're in Manhattan. We see from here the USS Maine Monument at the mouth of Central Park. People flock in and out of the park where small tufts of green still show from the occasional conifer. A pond is visible as the camera moves in a sweeping drone shot towards the park. Frozen over, the pond has lines carved into its ice as if from skates. A no-skating sign is visible next to the pond despite the evidence we see. Then, out of the corner of the shot emerge two elegant women wearing bustled dresses of bright red and purple. They glide effortlessly on skates across the ice in looping figure eights. Laughter rings out from the two women as a shadowed someone takes notice. As a figure tentatively approaches the pond, the women suddenly disappear. Now lightly illuminated, the man stands at the edge of the ice, bewildered by what he just saw. The camera stays tight on the man as he turns around and walks away from the pond. Before he gets too far, the ice cracks loudly and a scream erupts from off camera. As he wheels around and sprints towards the camera, it pans to follow him onto the ice, which seems whole again for just a moment, as a sleeved arm reaches through the ice and pulls the man through before he can so much as scream. We cut to black. So that's the intro for this mystery. Dun, dun, dun. Now, um, I think what we're going to do to start off is give us a little vignette to introduce our characters. Uh, so who would like to go first? If no one's volunteering, I'll just go in the order that I wrote them in, and I'll start with Emma. I was busy drawing a um, lady in a purple dress doing looping figure eights, because that's pretty spooky. It is pretty spooky, actually. Hello, listeners. This is your host and Game Master, Kat. I am so very excited to welcome all of you to the first episode of Disaster Lesbian's Guide to the Apocalypse and the Vandervoort Sisters Mystery. This episode was so much fun to record, and I'm really happy to be using a game system that we're all engaged with in Monster of the Week. Before we get to the investigation, though, there's some housekeeping we need to do. As of this week, we're officially rebranded to Danger Square Productions. There's still some ironing out of details that needs to happen, like updating the Patreon URL and other things like that, but we're very excited to debut the new name alongside our new season of Chicks with Dice. Coinciding with that rebrand, we've elected to officially leave the site formerly known as Twitter for Bluer Pastures. Currently, if you're on Blue Sky, you can find each of us individually at our usual handles. For me, that's Zaftycat. For Erica, that's Belsas. For Erin, that's Adorabold. And for Emma, that's Nocturne Musings. If you miss the shitposting, you will find it on Blue Sky. We've also elected to create a new Tumblr blog at Danger Square Media, where we'll be doing episode write-ups, new game announcements, and general art sharing. If you don't use either platform, but you still want to keep up to date or prefer a newsletter, email us at admin at dangersquare.ca with the subject line Danger Square Newsletter. That'll help us gauge whether or not we also want to start making an email distribution list so that you can get all of the announcements in your inbox if social media isn't your thing. In the world of new games, I've got something fun to share. If you're anything like me, you recently watched Nimona and got kind of obsessed with it. If that sounds like you, I have excellent news. My brainworms become your boon in the form of my latest game, Hey Boss. In it, you'll be able to play out the delightful dynamic of the reluctant villain and their magical sidekick as you both undertake tasks of mundane villainy. Hey Boss is a hack of wouldn't you rather do that with magic? As heard before on this very program, 
All you'll need is a deck of cards and a love for whimsical villainy. You can check out this delightful two-player story game by visiting zaftikat.dog. That's Z-A-F-T-I-K-A-T dot D-O-G. If you'd like to support us, there are a few ways you can do that. First, you can tell someone about the show. We thrive on word of mouth, and our goofy brand of weird is the perfect thing to recommend to your friends, your polycule, your found family, your biological family, or your favorite ghosts and ghouls. We're fans of good pods for their really neat shareability features, but whatever you prefer works for us. If you do leave a review, let us know via Skeet or Tumblr message and you'll get a shout out on the show. We're going to be relaunching Patreon efforts shortly alongside this full rebrand to Danger Square Productions, so look out for new Patreon content coming soon. Without further ado, let's save the world. Coming up from black after the title card splashes across the screen and we go to commercial. We're back from commercial. The camera comes up on the New York skyline as skyscrapers dominate the eastward view. We see Ellis Island and the Statue of Liberty, her torch murkily illuminating the brackish brown-green water of the upper bay. The Freedom Tower cuts high above the sights of the financial district as our view pulls back, back across the Hudson to the Jersey City waterfront as it zooms up Montgomery Street to a three-story, turn-of-the-century brick building. A crowd is letting out of the small venue next door. An eclectic group of people sporting a variety of looks are milling around outside as we hear snippets of conversation. Yeah, you know, I've just always been a bit more of a yodeling fan, if I'm being honest. Oh, hey, so you coming to next week's Yola Tango show? Oh my god, Michelle, how are you? We finally focus in on Bev. Emma, would you like to describe Bev to us? Bev is a approaching 30s trans murmur. Uh, they have gone through several iterations of gender and are currently, uh, you know, whatever, whatever works. Um, picture uh, Matthew Broderick, uh, but very specifically like 1994 Matthew Broderick. Um, I'm, I'm 
specifically thinking of that like role he played where he's like he's got like that like black turtleneck on uh plus like three years of uh feminizing hormones okay so bev you are currently in jersey city and you are set to meet up with your friends in manahata to go to the met i think we decided yeah so it's uh what day is it so i want to say it's a saturday afternoon that's what i was saying yeah so it's uh it's a saturday afternoon and bev just got out of a local uh beloved radio station one of their live tapings and is going to go meet up with their friends at the met so hop across the river over the path Technically under the river. Okay, well, hop, via the path. hop across the river, under the river, using the path. Through the woods? To grandmother's house we go. Um, and so I think they uh, meet up together at some small coffee shop just in like, you know. Like Soho. Soho. Okay, so Bev, you and your friend Carr. Carr lives specifically in Brooklyn. So meeting up in Manhattan is like the midpoint for the two of you. Um, your friend Carr has been pretty gung-ho about going to the Met because they have a, a special ig- exhibition of uh, local indigenous art that Carr was really invested in going to see. So you and Carr meet up at a coffee shop in Soho, and I assume you both get Americanos. Uh yeah, so Bev gets uh just a regular Americano black, but but Carr gets a like very a very milky beverage. It's not like it's basically just like what if an Americano but like add like half a thing of milk. I um isn't why not just a latte at that point? Because milk is free. So you get an Americano with a lot of room for milk? Yes. And then you just... It's basically a double shot of espresso with, like, a splash of water and then add a bunch of milk. That's that's basically it. Um, yeah. So as we're, as we're heading up to the Met, in typical car fashion, they start giving all of the facts about local attractions and, you know, features of Manhattan, many of which are dubiously verifiable. One of the things that Carr is very well known for amongst their circle is the ability to come up with random facts about things out of their ass on a moment's notice. As you're under Central Park, you start to have a conversation. So did you know that there's some ghosts haunting the pond in Central Park? Everyone knows that. That's a like that's the thing that they tell little kids in order to get them to stay off the ice right but they're like, nice ghosts are they though like yeah it's just two victorian ladies uh-huh. um janet and maria vandersloot Sh- sure i mean it's just an old fairy tale right like it's the thing that they tell kids so that they don't go out on the ice and fall through no the that's ghosts it. are real dude i whatever this is another one of your uh, the, i hate that you could be right <laughs> And I can't disprove it because there's no cell signal down here. And that's why I love taking the subway. And I think after that, we spend like an hour and a half, two hours at the Met. Yeah. And um, both of you still have um, student IDs that somehow haven't expired. Oh, 100%. We have not. Like, we like, 
even if there was an expiration date on it, we like casually like rubbed out the ink or like scratched out and the portion. Like, the funny thing is this is entirely unnecessary because the Met has always been pay what you want. So you're just doing this for reasons. Oh, oh no, it's not just for the Met, it's for the other things that it gets us access to. While you're spending a few hours at the Met and, you know, the two of you and the rest of the friends that you've met up with are having a really good time together, the camera pulls back. So our camera leaves Bev and flies back across the Hudson to New Jersey through a complex web of highways over the now fully rebuilt Pulowski Skyway. As we track down the interstate past buildings blazoned with the logos of mid-sized corporations and the older-looking brick facade of Rutgers School of Business, green space starts to become more abundant as we head westward towards a soulless junction of highways in suburbia. Tracking ever westward into the afternoon, we encounter the spacious sprawl of far suburbia that gives way to semi-rural hamlets. As we fly past signs advertising the Sterling Hill Mining Museum, we pick up a miraculously surviving 1980s Ford Crown Vic as it cruises past a sign that reads, Welcome to Historic Lafayette. Resting on the front passenger seat, we see a well-worn journal open to a profile of the Gator Man. In the driver's seat, we see Euphrema Naylor. Aaron, would you describe Euphrema to us? Euphrema, well, the descriptions given in character sheet are really simple with curious face and outdoor wear. What I'm going to describe that as is mainly flannel Mm -hmm. and canvas pants and boots. Some form of hat, probably a two because it's winter, right? Yes. A lot of it says REI, most likely. Uh, either REI or, like, completely unmarked. Okay. It it goes to both extremes, depending what was available. (laughs) Uh, that's perfect. Uh, Euphrema, your cell phone, despite the very spotty reception, starts ringing. Uh, That calls when I'm on the highway. Euphrema will hit speaker and try to play it so it's somewhere that should be heard and responded to. Because there's no Bluetooth in this car. Yeah? Yeah, it's, Speaking. Uh, it's Pete. Oh, hey, Pete. What's up? Yeah, we got a... We, we got a... I was gonna say we got a live one, but we got a dead one that uh needs someone's eyes on it. Pete, half of them are dead. Get more specific. So, uh, you ever heard of the Vandervoort sisters? Um, can't say I have. It's a... It's a New York City thing. Uh, they apparently, according to the lore, are two sisters who just kind of ice skate on a pond in Central Park. And normally they're pretty harmless. Usually they, you know, wave at people, laugh, you know, typical, like, class one apparitions. Real interactive stuff? Okay. Yeah, no no, uh, no unfinished business. They just really like ice skating, I think. Um, All right. So anyway, yeah, shit got weird, and now they're starting to kill. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's zero to a hundred. Say that again. That's um, zero to a hundred. That's why I call you first, Euphrema. Uh, listen, I don't have anyone else in the area that I can dispatch to this, and you know, if these ghosts have gone uh, to 
active poltergeist, then we need to get someone looking at it ASAP. Yeah, I can head over there. Didn't have much actually planned. Um, you got someone I can stay with? Uh, oh. Yeah, actually, uh, the person who called it in might be someone you can stay with. Uh, said their name was, uh, I got it written down somewhere around here. Uh, Kit Andrews. Hey, Kit Andrews. Probably just see him at the park, I guess. Uh, yeah. She said that they'd meet you at the park. Okay. I will head over there now. I think I'm like, uh, what's a good estimate of time? Probably like an hour and a half. If uh, traffic's give me on two your hours side. to get there. Yeah, you gotta watch out for that helix at the Lincoln Tunnel. That shit sucks. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna let you go so I'm stop, stop being distracted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, real quick. You're gonna be able to identify Kit because, and they told me this, they're apparently interested in historical fashion, so I don't know what that means. I know what that means. <laughs> One of your types? <laughs> Definitely. Okay, talk to you later. Alright, over and out. Beep. So, headed over to New York City? Yeah, let's head over to New York City. Okay. Make good enough prob- time this time to eat before going to the park. Yeah, there's plenty of drive throughs You can stop at a Sonic drive through on the way in. You can get some real New York pizza at a Sabaro, you know? So There's real literally probably a stand somewhere pizza. between parking and the park. <laughs> yeah, you can get a $1 slice from Two Brothers. There we go. That's what we want. And the, the pizza's like, it's huge. Uh, it's also not very good, but it's cheap. And that's what matters. That's the important part. I remember there was a, there was a pizza place down by my second middle school um, where we would go on lunch. Mm-hmm. You'd spend like three bucks and you'd get like a massive slice. It was like it was that big and it was greasy and it was like you had to fold it. Yeah, but it was also Toronto pizza. Yeah, but it was done like floppy New York pizza. So as the camera pulls back from northwest New Jersey, it flies due east towards Long Island Sound, where it picks up the southbound northeast regional as it pulls into the comfortable metropolis of Stamford, Connecticut. The camera does a dolly shot through the train, passing by various people and conversations, of which we only hear tiny snippets. As the dolly shot slows down, we pan over to a young woman with AirPods, a gold iPhone 18 Pro plugged into the seat below her. Her phone is open to Instagram, where a message notification in a long-running group chat reads, Kristen, Riley, I am not spending this weekend in New York at the fucking public library. Becca, I wanted to go to House of X to hag it up. Which emoji? Like, Becca, that's homophobic. The camera cuts to a close shot of Riley Knutson. Erica, could you please describe Riley to us? Um, yeah. So I'm in travel mode. So, like, I've got on an old cross-country hoodie in my school colors, green and gold. Um, it's faded and beat up. Um, uh, and, and... Probably just blue jeans, skinny jeans. I know that's not the hip thing anymore, but they're comfy, whatever. Um, But um, Riley is otherwise a, I don't know, like kind of what you think of as a 25-year-old white girl. Uh, She has a balayage uh, that's growing out faster than she would like. And so like her roots are very clearly sort of chestnut brown um and then sort of mm-hmm. fades into into more of a a soft blonde toward the end down by her shoulders um and she 
is her hair not in a messy bun for travel mode? Because that feels travel mode to me. You know, that's a good messy point. Messy bun and neck yes. pillow. Yep, yep. That's a that's a very good point. Um, and um, yeah, feet feet propped up on the seat facing me. I don't know if that's a thing on this train, cat. You could probably correct me, but it's what I imagine. It is for these purpose. The so the seats do actually just flip flop back and forth. Oh, okay. Depending. Cool. Um, you it, the only thing that moves is the is the chair back and it changes the direction of the seat by going laterally across the cushion. Fascinating. Okay. Um it's brilliant. Yeah. I need to see this. <laughs> and so um I'll reply um I'm not saying the whole weekend. God. All I'm saying is there's a lot of really interesting history there and art and if you're going to appreciate any part of New York this is one of the oldest, like, continuously running libraries in America, and it has a lot of interesting things. Again, we can hang it up afterward. It's fine. I just want to stop in. They've got some stuff in rare documents I want to see anyway, um, you know, uh, related to my master's and my job. Lake replies, again, hagging it up is still homophobic. <laughs> I was just quoting. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, there's a exchange where lake explains to you what a fag hag is uh oh so it involves very little I, actually dressing up as witches got it <laughs> uh so i think the conversation continues and we see little snippets in you know cut in shots that they mm -hmm. do with text messages in modern movies um that really tacky way that they do it so that it's legible Ooh. exactly <laughs> and i think the train then pulls into Grand Central where you get out and you meet up with everyone and there's screaming and there's hugging and there's all that fun girly stuff. You know, hashtag just girly thing. I mean, yeah, it's it's people I haven't seen in a while, so it's pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think the four, if I counted correctly. Mm -hmm. Including myself. Yeah. I think the four of you. Yeah, the four of you with bags in tow head towards your hotel which is sort of you know in midtown and it's a pretty nice hotel you've rented a multi-bedroom suite for the weekend because you could pool your money and everything like that and it you know there's fiji water on the table that costs 25 dollars per bottle i know it was a lot but my dad's a hilton rewards member and this place straight up overlooks Central Park. Like, it's going to be, at night, it's going to be breathtaking. Um, not to mention selfie opportunities. And so, um, trust me, it's well worth the cost. Okay, but like, um, you know, Central Park West isn't exactly... Like, we're gonna have to hear, like, people coming out of Lincoln Center, and, like, they're gonna be talking about jazz. Isn't that what all cities are like? <laughs> I was under the impression I, people in New York like jazz, black coffee, and yelling at people walking. Okay, so like the yelling at people walking thing is right, but like you need to get out to more cities, girly. Um, yeah, and that's why I'm here. Um, no, I'm really excited for this weekend. It's been a while since I've gotten out and, you know, uh, living with your parents when you're 26 is not exactly glamorous. Uh, so it's going to be nice to, like, blow off a little steam. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay, so, um, like, what are we doing for the afternoon? 
Uh, for the record, it's Saturday and the library is closed. Yeah, because um, it's not peak tourist season. Um, uh, no, because Mayor Eric Adams oh, closed the library right. for weekend service. I, yes, I do recall the this big now. Fuck you to Eric Adams. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm kind of hungry. I know there's like a postal museum or something around here. Um, okay, judging by the looks on your guys' faces, that's not the vibe. Um, I'm happy to go along with whatever. Yeah, so, like, if we're hungry, we can stop it. There's a, like, right on Broadway, there's, like, this cute little place, Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf. D- yeah. I... They have, like, snacks, and you could get, like, a croque madame or whatever. That sounds great. Honestly, with this, I, I know I should expect better. It's January, but, like, I was not expecting it to be this brutal, so, like, a hot cup of coffee would go pretty well right now yeah it's like basically 90 percent wind out here right and like um i don't get how it can be colder when i went south on the train i mean i get it technically but like it's bullshit no no i get it like yeah um this is lake speaks up uh hey i kind of wanted to go uh ice skating (gasps) so like if if we could like I priced it out in Rockefeller Center. First of all, you get like five minutes on the ice, and it's like a hundred dollars. Oh God! Um, but they do skate rentals in Central Park, and we're right here. That sounds uh, fucking magical. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. That's cool. 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 Um, and for the record, I don't mind going to the library. I will give them a hug and and sort of um, like sort of an eye to eye like yeah you get it mm-hmm. um it's it's sort of interesting how much lake stands out amongst all of the girly girls that are on this trip because they have short hair and started tea eight months ago oh <laughs> rad um so yeah it's 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 a little bit odd to see this like collective of sorority white girls and also a transmasculine non-binary person yeah, but, like, I'd like to think we've known them. Obviously, I've known them for a while. Like, if we're getting back together, this is, like, good friends. And, like, um, it, yeah, I, I think it was never... I mean, we'll dive... It, we'll get into it more. But, like, yeah, no, no, like obviously, the, the, this is a very supportive... Their has never been an issue for Yeah, anyone. yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted to get across. Yeah. The, 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 the picture is... It, it's really more the... Uh, visual juxtaposition hmm. that is mm-hmm. amusing rather than any sort cultural of juxtaposition. Uh, othering or cultural difference. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that, that's cool. all I was that's all I was yes. pointing to. That's that's good. So I you I think you we follow to everyone has a nice warm cup of some sort of beverage, whether that's a really nice tea or some pretty okay coffee or like a hot cocoa or something like that for all of the cocoa drinkers out there. Aaron. Hey, I respect a good cocoa. I'm excited to come up to Toronto and go to a cocoa stand. Or, sorry, pop-up. As much as I dis... Yes, it's a... It's the Christmas pop-up where they do Christmas cookies and hot cocoa and... It's, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, you know... It's less... I mean, it's less of a pop-up if I'm being real. It's, it's an annual thing. It's just... It takes over the distillery district. I'm excited for vegan hot cocoa. I'm less excited for all of the Christmas music. That's fair. But, um, yeah, so you guys head to the Central Park Skating Rink, and it's actually, like, a really charming venue. Uh, There's a little, like, rental hut 
that you can get your rentals out of. And they have little, like, uh, those, like, thermos things, but, like, the big thermoses that you have a little spigot on to right. pour out mm-hmm. so you can buy, like, a $2 coffee or a $2 hot chocolate if you need a refill. They have those, and like, all things walker are- things for people who aren't very good at skating, the, like, support things. Yeah. All things considered, it's actually quite a lovely time, um, which is why it's kind of abrupt and startling when you hear just the most blood-curdling scream from probably, like, I, I was gonna probably, like, half a kilometer away. It's not, like, it's not far, but it's not, like, close. There's a pond nearby that says no skating, and it's in that direction that you hear that blood-curdling scream. And, in fact, uh, Euphrema, you've just sort of gotten into the park off of the subway, you know, crossed over into the park from Columbus Circle and all that fun stuff. Uh, and you hear that very same scream. Oh, shit. And it's coming from the direction that you know that the pond you're supposed to be at is. And thirdly, Bev, you and your friends have gone your separate ways after spending the afternoon at the Met. And you're walking through Central Park because, you know, why not? And you're more or less basically at the bottom edge of Central Park when you, too, hear that blood-curdling scream. How do each of you react to hearing a, like, straight-up horror movie scream? Um, I, I'm like, someone should call, someone call emergency services. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe someone just fell over. Um, I, God, I have a, I have, like, a shitty little first aid kit in my purse. I, I, I have a question. Yeah. For you, Erica. Did Riley used to lifeguard as a teenager? I guess in my head, yes. <laughs> because everybody, it's okay. I used to be a lifeguard. <laughs> no, this, but this feels like lifeguard training kicking in. It's like I'm now realizing, like, yeah, this is what Erica does too. She carries around a little first aid kit and like, um, but. I, if it I am helps, really you're trying. not weird. Emma does carry a tourniquet. I have a tourniquet in my purse at all times. I mean, Along I have a first aid kit and, and a Loxone. Gloves, <laughs> gloves, and a and a. We're we're all just kind yeah. of no, weird like, little I, responsible I people. I have a CPR barrier or an airway barrier and this and that. Honestly, Anyhow, honestly, as long as you just get the compressions in, you're fine. We we don't recommend rescue breaths. Uh, for most situations. Um, I like to be prepared. And I'm also not a... A little bit of lifeguard in you. Yeah. Well, and like, (laughs) I like to think of myself as a helpful human. Um, So like, if someone fell through the ice, God forbid, or something, like, I want to help. Um, But I'm also not a great skater. So like, I'm... Debating whether or not to kick off my skates and like just run on the land, but I think I can go faster if I just like skate towards the scream. Um, it is not Olympic ski- speed skating by any means. Yeah, you would still have to kick off your skates to like cross the cross through the like dirt part of the park. That's oh, separating you from the okay. Yeah, it's it's not so the the skating rink is a separate man made construction, so there's no falling through it. Oh, I, okay. Did not fully um, grok that. Um, okay, that slightly rearranges my route. Like, 
I'm going to skate back to my shoes then and be like, um, someone just in case should probably call 911. It could be, it sounds like someone's in pain. Um, I'm going to go see if I can help. Um, yeah, uh, I, I mean, yeah, uh, I'll be in contact. Yeah. Um, and I'm saying all this as I'm We have jam- your number, it's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying all this as I'm jamming uh, yeah, on my I boots. Think, like, <laughs> Becca's like, we have your number, just go. Um, and yeah, I'm going to go tromping out. Okay, um, so as uh, as you start tromping over, uh, what is your Fremma doing? Uh, going towards the sound, mm-hmm. <laughs> but not okay. across the water, around it. Yeah, uh, I think that's fair. Um, Bev? I think the entire friend group immediately just go, like, we all look at each other and we're like... Oh, you guys have gone your separate ways. I oh. thought I mentioned that. I thought, I mean, I figured, like, a few of us would be together. Okay, yeah, yeah. A couple of you are still together. Yeah, like, but... saying goodbyes and whatnot. Well, a few of us are going back towards Jersey and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, that's, so. that's fair. We were walking together, and, like, we all just kind of, like, look at each other, like, yeah. And we start running. Yeah, Um. so I'm going to say that probably the only one of you who has the endurance to actually make it all the way to the lake, or to the pond, while maintaining run speed is Bev. So, like, a couple of your friends do have to slow down, but you just don't notice that and you keep going. And as you three almost simultaneously approach the pond, you see a person in a sort of... If if you had studied historical fashion, you would recognize it as a weird sort of androgynous Edwardian look. Like, skirts from an Edwardian woman's outfit and jackets from an Edwardian man's outfit and I, I assume person, it's a cosplayer <laughs> uh, this person did in fact just stop screaming stop screaming good or stop screaming bad good <laughs> not like good but like just like had to take a breath like swooning a little bit um and the ice looks perfectly normal it there is a little sign that does still say no skating, and you do see lines as if someone has been skating on it, but nothing really broken about it. Um, and the three of you are standing around this pond, just a little bit confused, I think. Hey, uh, you okay over there? <sighs> um, I, this is gonna sound really strange, and I don't want to scream it. Can you come over here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still walking while talking. Uh, do the three of you approach, or just Euphrema? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, I I one hundred percent didn't know I'm how like, close I was. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, you're like walkable. Dude. It's, they're okay. on the on the pond. No. Okay. No, they're like probably like 40, 50 meters away. Okay. Like safe on dis- on the ground, right? Yeah, safe distance away on the snow covered grass. Are you all right? Do you need anything? <laughs> um, I think I'm okay. Okay. Um. This is weird and difficult to explain, but I think I just saw a ghost pull someone under the ice. Are you Kit by chance? Yeah? Hi. Kit Andrews? I'm your, yeah, I'm your friend, but Pete sent me. You know, Pete, okay, that makes me feel a little bit better. That at least someone here isn't going to think I'm crazy. Um, No, I don't. To uh, be clear, this isn't, I, where did you see this? On the, on the pond. What? Yeah. Um. Um. So, um. Let me just. There was a man who approached the ice after I warned him not to, and then this 
the sky turned dark. And then as he set foot on the ice, he got yanked under by something. It was like just this shadowy mass. I don't know. I think it was a ghost. Okay, I'm going to ask you this. It comes with no judgment and I'm not a fucking narc. Have you? I haven't done drugs. No. Okay. Um, um so are we going to help this guy? Like, what? help him how? He's under the ice. We need to get him out. The ice isn't I, broken. No, no, no. You can't go near that ice. I don't. What do you mean? You can't go near that ice. Oh, she just saw someone. I didn't get that right, did I? Uh, no, she, they. Okay. She, she just saw someone get pulled through, so you can understand not wanting to go near it. Okay. Yeah, but if somebody just got pulled through the ice, we got to get them out, right? I, I'm, uh, and Bev just starts kind of like, Bev starts walking towards the ice. I'm a trained hydrologist. I promise if there's anything going on with the water. What the fuck is a hydrologist? It, don't worry about it. Um, I, I want to use my skill. I want to. I want to use my move. What could go wrong? Whenever you charge into immediate danger without hedging your bets, hold two. You may spend the hold one for one to inflict one harm, reduce someone's harm suffered by one, or take two. Take plus two forward on an act under pressure. I'm gonna hold two. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take two forward. Okay. I'm gonna start heading out onto the ice to see if I can find this person who went out. I'm not going on the ice. I'm checking the ice from shore. Like, I've done enough winter activities that I know, like, ice can be deceptively thin. Look, Like, it can seem thick. Anyhow, I'm, yeah, I'm getting closer, but I am not stepping on the ice. Rema is still yes. going to be talking to Kit, trying to get information of what the guy who got pulled through looked like. We're going to resolve uh, Bev first. So, Bev, you approach the ice, and it seems completely and totally like normal ice. You go out onto the ice, and there's, you know, typical, like, echoey ice cracks. You know how, like, if you step onto natural ice, it makes the weird sounds. Sure. It's doing that a little bit, but not in a concerning way or in a concerning amount. Uh... Just kind of nothing happens. Can I see anything? You, it's not clear ice. It is fairly cloudy. Yeah. So, um, I was going to suggest that you do need to roll investigate a mystery. Yeah. Okay. So that's a ten. Um. So, on a ten plus, hold two, and you can ask two questions. You spend the hold to ask those questions. Um. I'm going to ask, where did it go? Um. So it, whatever it is that pulled this person under the ice, seems to currently not be here anymore. You get the sense that it fled somewhere else in the city. Okay, do I know where it went? Like, is there a sense that it's near or like... It's definitely not on the island of Manhattan, but it is still within New York City. Interesting. Like, the pull that you feel is um, sort of, not just sort of, but very literally towards the Bronx. Okay. I, I'm i going to spend my second hold here. Um, what, what happened here? Like, what exactly happened? Like, I know it's what, I know what the person said, but yeah, so what it actually is, happened? It is pretty much from what you can tell, because it's... You know, you don't know much about what ghosts are supposed to do or sure. what spectral creatures or anything like that. They, but like, what, what playbook are you playing? I think Emma? you're the mundane. the mundane. Okay. 
but I think you do sort of get the sense. I, 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 there's some little bit of trivia that you remember about there being ghosts on this pond, and I think you get the sense that what Kit has been telling you is pretty much exactly what happened. Like there. Okay, so what I'm what I'm trying to determine here is was this person real? The person who got pulled under the ice? Yes. 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 Someone has died here. Okay. So somebody is what was actively pulled under the ice and is like still potentially underneath. What's the evidence that that's true? Yeah. That's a good point. Like, um, you're not allowed to lie, right. but like it has to be plausible that we obtain this information, right? Yeah, no, that's why I'm saying, like, you, you're relatively familiar with this myth of the ice skating ghosts in Central yeah. Park. And, like, the feeling you get is that there's a sense. It, it It's not really a logical sort of conclusion, but, like, out on the ice, you get a... You feel cold. Not in the normal way that you feel cold outside in the wind in the city. But, like, somewhere deep inside of you feels cold that doesn't usually feel temperature changes. It's almost like your soul feels cold. I guess what I was trying to look at here is if I could see this person underneath. The ice is too cloudy for you to see through it. There's not really a good way for you to know if someone is under there. Like, physical evidence indicates this person just disappeared. If this person was real at any point, they have disappeared. Um, so, Euphrema, you're still talking to Kit? Yes. Specifically, trying to figure out the look of the person who is pulled under. Um, okay, so, like, I don't know, he was just a guy? Like, you know... It, just a just a guy? Like, just a regular, he like... He wasn't see-through at all? He was no. pretty, uh... Trans- no, I've met the ghosts before. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just trying to figure out a couple things here, you know. No, so like, okay, um, so there are these ghosts that live here, um, and, and the uh, as, Vanderforts, right? I I don't know. Uh, I know that they wear these really beautiful, like Gilded Age era Americana. It's gorgeous, like the the kind of scarlet crimson and like the rich purple those dyes were really expensive for those fabrics and they looked phenomenal and they look like they're having a good time out there skating on the ice and then this other thing this shadowy thing it just started sort of showing up oh okay so we got the two sisters and we got the shadow thing now okay and was the shadow thing what pulled the guy under yes okay okay i i got you i'm catching up here so I would like to make use of Occam's broadsword a bit, which is when you first encounter something strange, you may ask the keeper what sort of thing it is, and they will tell you, or the cause is natural, unnatural creature, weird phenomenon, or person, and you gain plus one forward dealing with it. Um, so, uh, yeah, so using your Occam's broadsword, uh, <laughs> you're able to basically tell that You've encountered a restless and angered spirit. It's a ghost of some sort. Okay. okay. And it's maybe related to the other ghosts that live here. Because you don't just have a new ghost show up for no reason. Mm-hmm. If I could put, um, like, the shadowy thing, it did have, like, a top hat on, which I know is really weird to notice, but, like, 
it definitely fit the aesthetic of like a like turn of the century gentleman. I'm sorry, I watch a lot of historical fashion YouTube. Like I, I mean, a, a top out top out really stands out nowadays. So no, that's good to know. Like yeah, it, you know, Bernadette Banner is a blessing, but like, I just I'm sorry. I there's a lot. This isn't the first time it's happened. Oh, like I called Pete about it, right? Like two or three yeah, days yeah. ago. Um, it's just another guy, you know, wearing Tim's Yankees hat, like typical New York guy. And he went out onto the ice and then this thing yanked him under. Have you noticed that the two times or more now? It's just been the two times that I've seen it. Okay. That's, that's some good at least. Hey, so we have Victorian ghosts, women skating, another spirit following them around. I think we got, I think we definitely have enough to get started on this at least. Okay, um, I I think I'm gonna stay here and, like, for as long as I can, just keep people away from the ice. That's a fair thing to do, yeah. Uh, Riley, your investigation of the ice from the shore, would you like to investigate a mystery? Um, sort of. Um, so I'm, I'm, like, down on my knees on the shore, like, looking down at the ice. Um, mm -hmm. and while Bev is tromping around on the ice and um euphrema is is still talking to her friend um i out of my boot like i slide a small it's described as a silver dagger in the book i think silver knife is more what i'd call it because daggers are actually like fucking two feet long um but i i'm going to look like i'm just testing the thickness of the ice with it uh, when in actuality, mm -hmm. I am I am carving a s symbol in it to like try to feel the magic around here. Um, in game terms, I have an ability called that old magic, which lets me use y use magic the move, um, and as my effect, ask a question from investigative mystery instead of the normal effects. If Love that's it. cool. Okay, give me that roll. Which is great, because my sharp is garbage. Wait, did it not roll? Oh, wow. Tens. Tens on tens. We're really just hitting them. So that's a ten? That's not on how you get experience. Ten plus. No. So on a ten plus for your that old magic, does it give you anything special? So there's like a list of effects that kind of use magic can have on the world. And it adds the option of investigate a mystery to use magic. So on a 10 in use magic, I don't get some sort of hitch or glitch magic in the magic. Magic works without any issue. Yeah, cool, cool, that cool. doesn't like... Okay, what's your question then? Um, so I want to know what's being concealed here. Because like, I'm not fully convinced something is going on here. Again, it's New York. Big cities have people who might think they saw things. Um, and I'm just doing this out of an abundance of precaution as well as like, like my lifeguard <laughs> training, this is my order training kicking in. Uh, but I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I, trying to be phenomenally discreet because like, yeah, obviously. There's a very faint glow that comes from the sigil as it sort of in like a sort of purplish flame burns as the magic pulls, um, I don't know, we'll call it ether from the heaviside layer yeah which is the canonical name for where magic is stored in this game good the yes, order correct. definitely came up with that specifically as a reference to cats it, it is an in-universe cats <laughs> reference 
It is not an out-of-universe Cats reference. Um, and you get the impression that this pond currently harbors the spirits of two women, but you also get the sense that there is occasionally a much larger, much angrier third spirit that enters this pond. Fuck, 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 fuck. This was supposed to be a nice weekend. Um, okay, I'm gonna text my friends and be like, just helping out, be back in a second. <laughs> you get a okay hand, 100 emoji, laughing emoji. Um, that was a lie. <laughs> hopefully I'll be back in a second. Um, this, th this is a lie though. I don't think you should be out on that ice. I I just, if someone really did fall through here, you don't know what's safe. I'm yelling at Bev. I don't that know was Bev's name. to Bev. Yeah. Um, is, is anybody going to help me get him out from underneath here? Can you, can you, you see him? Just go through the ice. Is there a crack in the ice? No, but... It doesn't freeze that fast, okay? So where the hell did he go? I told you, he, the ice didn't break. He got pulled through. Okay, so if he got pulled through the ice, that means he's got to be underneath it. We got to get him out. I, uh, how? Did, did either of you think to call, like, an ambulance yes. when you ran over? Uh, my friends called 911, okay, and good. they're going to direct, yeah, medical over here. Um, But also, why are you looking for a body that just phased through ice, according to this person? I'm just saying it's that's maybe not what we're dealing with. Like, we all know the urban legend, right? Like, what's no. that called again? The Vandervoort sisters? Vandervoort? Vandervoort. We all know the legend of the sisters, right? Like, like it's just a myth. Like, I'm from this out guy's of under town? the ice. He clearly fell through. Okay, well, I've lived here my whole life. The Vandervoort sisters, it's just this, like, story they tell kids so they don't go out on the ice. Like you're doing? Yeah, but, like, I'm trying to help him. And if you do fall through, then we got two people we gotta go in there for. Three. Does anyone here, you from, I say three people, actually, other than Kit? <laughs> Doubt it? No, absolutely not. I'm too far out. I would really prefer if you did come back off fine, of Fine, fine, yeah, whatever. I'm just gonna let this guy drown. He... I we died to have through me like two minutes ago before we got here. Wait, how recently did you see this? Like, I mean, it's been like five minutes now. I like, mean, like when I ran I over, so it's been a couple minutes. Oh, right. Scream. Yes. Sorry. Sometimes mm, time. Um. So uh, do we tell the ambulance that someone's under the ice? Yeah. Well, where else would he be? Someone slipped under the ice. Don't you think they're going to have the same questions I, I do about where's the hole? And yeah, but Fire Rescue is going to be able to get them out at least. I, okay, I don't know you, but you seem really invested in this right now, like even more than me. And I'm the one who got the call to come here. Why? Who are you talking to at this point? I mean, clearly Bev, Bev the one who is talking about a person under the ice. <laughs> like, I think Euphrem is talking to Bev here. Yeah, or both even. I I just wanted to help. I'm happy to go back to my friends. I was ice skating and having fun. Thought someone was in danger. I'll, I'll head I mean, back there. I mean, a lot of people are still in danger. I want to emphasize that. 
I'm coming back. Not, I wasn't talking about you. Okay, but okay. There, there's going well, to be officials here. They're going to make sure no one gets on the ice. They're going to see if someone is under the ice. Theory. Yeah. I practice, we can't really get them to do much. Um, it, Within the next, I think conversation probably continues and like within the next five or so minutes, uh, an ambulance and fire show up and they have not really don't they don't really have a way to know that someone was trapped under the ice they just got a call that someone screamed oh well i mean they would ask what happened when they got there and then yeah so the so the next question the, is who yeah, talks to them the the paramedic is like uh, hey uh we got a call what happened here i just sort of gesture to you from the end person i keep wanting to say plex but that's not it <laughs> It's only been three and it wasn't years. even Euphrema that I was thinking of. It's the other person. Kit. 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 It was Kit a single style. syllable name. <laughs> it's short for Kittatinny. I think Flex uh, will go talk to the paramedics. <laughs> Try to explain how it in a, a way How that... did a Claudite get here? <laughs> <laughs> now it's in my head. <laughs> Euphrema will go and try to explain to the paramedics in a way where it doesn't sound like there was a ghost involved. Okay. Um, so what happened here? Like, I we don't... Where's the... Is there someone injured that we need to get to? I Okay. So there could be someone under the ice. La- lady okay. over there saw them slip under the ice into the water. And nobody thought to tell us that there was... A- well, the... The three of us were running here. It was yeah, I, someone else who called it okay. in, so they weren't here. We were trying to figure out what happened. Um, yeah. If there's someone under the ice, there's a there's a John Doe, and we gotta call the coroner. Yeah, no, that sense. Do you need us to hang around? Look, uh, we appreciate you guys rushing over here. Uh, we've got this from here. Let's just have you guys clear the scene. Uh, there's any other information, please do let us know, but, um... You got a direct number or a card or something? Yeah, we got a direct number. It's 911. Um, <laughs> yeah, so let's just have you guys clear the scene. Uh, we appreciate the call. Uh, the, the, you know, I want to reassure you, you guys did what you could. You did the right thing calling 911. Nobody went out on the ice, right? Uh, not since we've been here. She lied. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's good um yeah so uh we've got it from here uh thanks for uh being diligent and all that and uh we'll get out of your way yeah thank you so the four of you our characters and kit are kind of ushered away by firefighters yeah i i just um okay good luck with all of this sorry i couldn't help more um gonna go back to my friends um, I want to get on the phone with, like, whoever's the on-duty quartermaster at the sect right now. Okay. Um, or so quartermaster's probably not the correct term. Before that call but happens, like, yeah. the, the sect dispatcher, yeah. <laughs> as soon as any of the male paramedics get near the ice, Kit starts screaming, Get the fuck away! Don't go near the ice! Stop! Stop! And the the paramedics are a little bit taken aback. It is going to kill you if you get near that ice. Uh, 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 all right, all right, lady. Uh, we're trying to help the person who 
fell in. Let, let's uh, let, let's just move a little bit further down the street, maybe, Kit. No, the, they can't go near the ice. They're the professionals in this situation. We can't really be telling them how to do this part of it. They're going to die, Euphrema. I think I think probably Kit ranting and raving at you is probably enough to trigger Rita bad situation because you get the impression that something who's uh, like at at Euphrema because they're going to die, Euphrema is. Yeah, uh, that's pretty direct. That's a pretty direct <laughs> trigger for read a bad situation. So, Euphrema, if you'd like to read a bad situation here. Okay, do I get the plus one going forward, or is it completely separate? Um, This is plus one forward to dealing. So, no, this would be, you would get the plus one forward on reading a bad situation here. Okay. Ah. That's a five, and that's a failure. So, mark experience. experience. And um, the impression that you get is that there's something... Something, maybe it's a deep-seated trauma that Kit has, but, like, it feels maybe like they're overreacting a little bit. Okay, Kit, I need you to, th- to just stay with me for a second and breathe. Okay. We can't do any more in this location. Locked down now. Yeah, it's it's just, like, um, I don't know what that person's name is, but they went out on the ice, and they were fine. But the two men I saw go out on the ice died. So you're worried about the paramedics going on the ice because they happen to be male. I mean, that's a very reductive way of looking at gender, but <laughs> sure. I'm not, do- I'm not doing a gender study here. I'm doing a ghost investigation. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't... I, I know you, Frema, but like... Oh, I'm Bev. Okay, so Bev and... Do you know who the person on the phone is? Not a clue. I've, I've never, never seen, seen them. Life. I've never seen them before. I mean, like... Uh, so you three just either, all so. kind of came running when you heard someone scream? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I was Wouldn't here for, so... You? I mean, yeah, it was me scre- I'm just... That's not, like, I guess I wouldn't expect that. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. This is really stressful. Um, thank you both. Um, yeah. Okay. Riley, you're making that phone call. Mm-hmm. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, beep, 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 boop, 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 beep. I you dial up the order. <laughs> mm-hmm. They have a twelve-digit phone number, <laughs> apparently. Yes. Um, That's how no one pranks it. <laughs> that was thirteen um, digits. This, yeah, the country code. So this might be an. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this might be an opportunity for me to use a move that happens at the beginning of a mystery. As well as some RP? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's okay. exactly what I was thinking. Um, so go ahead and do that roll, and we'll see how the phone call goes. So you're going to roll... What's the move of... What's this move called? This move or is... is it, it doesn't really have a name. It just... When you are in good standing with your the sect, sect move. at the beginning of each mystery, it is the sect move. Yeah. Roll plus charm. Uh, I got a failure. So on a miss, they ask you to do something bad. If you fail a mission or refuse an order, you will be in trouble with the sect until you atone. Which is how I don't get to use this move. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you, the call goes through. Uh, do you have a name for this person from the order? Um, yeah, the person on call right now, his name is Richard. Yeah, I, I, I want to say that like the specifically the on-call person as part of the order of the aries 
is referred to by the name of the central star in Aries, Hamal. It's a code name, and it's used to refer to anyone who is running the order's information desk. Yeah, that that's cool. I like that. Uh, <laughs> this is Hamal. Um, oh, I think there's a code, like a passphrase that we pass back and forth to, and it's like, uh, hi, um, when the sun rises, such is the morning. What's up, Riley? Yeah, sorry, um, I, you, I just have to do that. Um, it's... No, I, yeah, yeah um, what's there's up? something really, I'm, okay, uh, I am in New York City, I am in Central Park, um, I'm here with some friends, and, uh, god, there's something really fucking weird going on. There's some... Uh, okay, apparently there's this urban legend of these two skating ladies on a pond, and uh, yeah. someone saw them, um, but then something else, some third spirit entity, something... We're dealing with ghosts? Almost... The, I think the two ladies are for sure ghosts. The third entity, harder to get a read on, much darker. I only did a basic sort of um, ID sigil because there's people around. Um, but uh, it's... You're in Central Park. Yeah, that's figures. Yeah. Um, there's something going on. It Oh, like, right. Third spirit entity grabbed a man, apparently, pulled him under the water, did not break the ice in doing so. He just passed through. Um, living man, to be clear, mm-hmm. not a ghost man. Um, please advise. <laughs> okay, so uh, give me a second. I've got some stuff here on uh, Janet and Rosetta Vanderfort. Yeah, okay. Archive, Someone said the that name. The archive has Sorry. record of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Good, good, good. Um, so, whew, yeah, um, if, okay, so what we're going to need from you, we don't have burial records, uh, so could I have you go and do some research on where those two are buried? Yeah? Probably gonna find information at the public library. Which is closed on the weekends. (sighs) Shit. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, when you do find out where they're buried, um, we need you to go and we need you to salt and burn the bones. I do understand I am in New York, Hamal. Sure. Okay. Well, I... Like, we have two guaranteed apparitions that you can eliminate. This is a preventative. Right. What about the... Third, the one that actually killed someone. I I don't have anything on that. Um, probably related. I mean, you don't have a third spirit join two known spirits and not have it be at least somewhat related. You know, that third spirit's gotta have something to do with those two. No, that's a good point. Okay, investigate the graveyard. Maybe there's something I can find there while I'm doing the order business. Um, yeah. Um. Okay, thanks. Yeah, call back when all specters have been eliminated. Understood. And, oh my god, I nearly clicked disconnect on Discord. <laughs> I hang up. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh shit, okay. Um, I'll, I'll call one of my friends. 
Um, now I've forgotten their names. Oh my god, Riley, are you okay? Oh. <laughs> it's Becca. Becca, right. Um, Becca, listen, this is... <sighs> okay, obviously I should have done this because helping people is the right thing to do. But now, like, I'm supposed to make, uh, like, help with follow-up, like, bureaucracy shit. I'm sorry, you guys, like, go on with your evening plans. Um, hag it up. Um, don't tell them I said that. Um, oh, you know it. And yeah, I will no. catch up. I'm so sorry. I am, I am so sorry. Okay, like, we were supposed to have a girls weekend. Uh, sorry, a friends weekend. Um, it will, it's still it, going to be a friend. Whatever. It's still going to be a friends weekend. I just can't leave until this stuff is done. That's what they're telling me. Yeah, yeah. No, I, okay. You coming back to the hotel tonight? Oh my God. Yes. I mean, I'm going to meet you guys wherever you're going tonight. I am not, I'm not going to be stuck with whatever this is the rest of the night. Dear God, I will murder some. Oh, that is not a good thing to say. Um, I will not let that happen, okay? Did someone die? I don't think so, but... I mean, like, you got, like, really weird about saying murder, and, like, I, I yeah, feel like somebody's no. gotta be dead if you're being that weird about it. Like, I... it's almost, like, kind of gauche. Okay, Becca. To, like, make a joke about murder. Yeah, no, you're right, and I'm sorry, and the answer is I don't know, Um, but they, the um ambulance just showed up, and we're, yeah, I'm stuck. So, again, have yeah, fun. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Sure. Um, I will catch up. Okay, we'll save a drink for you. <laughs> you better. I'll, after this, I'll probably need two or three. Um, and I'll wander back and toward back the chaos. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a good spot for us to end this episode. Chicks with Dice is a part of Danger Square Productions. To support the work we do, visit our website at dangersquare.ca. Monster of the Week is written by Michael Sands and published by Evil Hat Productions. Remember, the best way to help the show is to leave a review on the podcatcher of your choice and to tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is the number one way a podcast gains new listeners, and five-star reviews are a close second. The theme song for Disaster Lesbian's Guide to the Apocalypse is My Mommy Dom Spit in My Mouth and Now I'm a Commie by Over My Dead Name. Visit linktr.ee slash omdm, that's O-M-D-M, not O-M-D-N, for Allison's other work. This episode features Aaron Cotter as Euphrema Naylor. Aaron uses they-them pronouns. 40 Under 40 gay luminary Erica Belsauce played Riley Knutson. Erica uses any all pronouns. Emma Hislop played Beth. Emma uses shrug emoji pronouns, which function like any all pronouns. It also featured me, Kathleen Hislop. I use it, its, and she, her pronouns. Until next time, keep an eye out for anything weird.